Hello, and welcome to the Living Well with Caitlin podcast. My name is Caitlin Sule. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist, a mom to three kiddos, a wife, and a practicing human being. I believe that therapy can go far beyond the room and that we should be having much more helpful, open, and honest conversations about mental and emotional health. In my practice, I specialize in helping people overcome their struggle with things like anxiety, depression, OCD, and to do the work of personal growth. I hope to share some skills, tools, and concepts with you that you'll be able to apply to your daily life to learn to live well with whatever struggle life throws your way. Okay, so I'm here with my good friend Mary, and we're just going to kind of talk about all the things. We were kind of laughing before we pressed record because we started talking. I was like, wait, we need to press record because these are just kind of like our everyday conversations that we have. (laughs) Hi, Mary. Hello. (laughs) So glad you're here with me today. We're actually sitting in my new office that sadly doesn't get to see a lot of people anymore because of COVID. And that's kind of a good sort of segue into what I wanted to talk about with Mary today is flexibility in a time where there's just so much uncertainty and just so much that we're kind of trying to get through on the daily without having a clear right direction or answer. So Mary, as I shared in the intro, is a business owner, a mom to three young kiddos, one of my best friends, and I just think of her as somebody with such a balanced mindset. So I wanted to bring her in today to kind of talk talk about all the things. So Mary. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I'm so glad to have you on. So tell us a little bit about kind of your background, how you came up with or the idea of starting Balance Studios. A little bit about that before we kind of go into the what's going on now. Yeah, absolutely. I think I always had this desire in my heart to own a business. I kind of knew that um, I come from a family that owns their own businesses. And so it was that um, question of what business will I own? So um, right after I got married, my husband and I started his own insurance practice, which was so fun to launch off the ground, even though I knew nothing about insurance. So that was a whole, um, (laughs) whole fun new aspect of life for me to learn. And then Um, And then we started to try to have kids, which took us a lot longer than we thought. Mm -hmm. And then I was home with our daughter and I was so excited because I was, you know, I was switching gears and I was now going to be a stay-at-home mom, I thought. Mm. And how fun for me and how fortunate I was and all those fun things. And so on day four of being home (laughs) with our daughter, (laughs) I took her out for our first walk as a stay-at-home mom. Yeah. And I... I think I even maybe started to cry on the walk, which is not... I was going to say, tears were likely shed. <laughs> that was not a normal feeling for me. And I was kind of in this panic mode. Uh-huh. And panic's also a feeling that I feel uncomfortable with because it's, it's not one of those feelings that I have very often. And I... That desire of owning my own business felt so far away. And that was what... So, so the, the depth of me mm-hmm. felt very far away. Mm-hmm. And I was like... <gasps> What am I going to do? How right. am I going to be a stay-at-home mom? And that's not a, a entrepreneurial business. It's right. a hard business. Don't yes. get me wrong. It's a very, very hard, hard business. But it's not um, It's not a, a that entrepreneurial, how am I going to get something from from nothing and build it? Right. And so, right. Which is what you're doing with another human being. Which right? is absolutely. But, so, But that's actually a lot harder uh, than so, launching a business. I agree. I a agree. lot harder. So, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so I uh, kind of fell back to really thinking about what my passions were. I used to be a fitness instructor, worked at a studio for years, um, loved it. Mm-hmm. Loved that feedback and community that I got from clients. And and so then, you know, then I had that next hard conversation with my husband that was like, hey, yeah, I know we talked about me being a stay-at-home mom. <laughs> <laughs> so we're but shift. actually, I want to shift gears. I still just have a four-day-old at this point, but we literally, he's a very supportive, <laughs> yeah. wonderful husband, and we shifted gears right away and kind of thought about how to make this dream come true. So that all started, and it um, we opened the studio about a month or two after our daughter turned one. So mm-hmm. it took time even to just build it out, yeah. um, brand it, come up with all of my ideas. It took a while. Was um, that kind of, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Interrupting. Yeah. And then, like, did that, because you said, like, day four, mm-hmm. you're walking and you're just like, oh my gosh, like, I love this baby, but I need more, right? Like, yes. I need something else for my brain to do, right? Yes. Um, yes. Did you feel that in that year, as you were planning and building your business, it was like, you were like feeling more fulfilled did it help sort of balance out the like I guess what I'm saying is sort of the monotony of motherhood 100% and I feel like actually that year was probably my best year because Mm -hmm. I was still able to do everything at home Mm -hmm. right my studio was being built so I couldn't even be at it yeah so I could I could put her down for a nap and you know thank god she was a great sleeper so I could literally put her down for a nap and then you know, work on the new retail I was going to do or right. building out the bar room or, or the reception area or I could do that. And it was, and it felt so fulfilling for me. It's creative. It was creative yeah. and I could get things done. And then, and then she would wake up and I could be a mom Yeah, and then she would eat and she would go back down and then I could keep going. It yes. was a great time. It's a good flow. Yes. I think for people who resonate with this sort of like need, it's like there needs to be this flow of like being able to use your brain creatively creatively with beyond your children, which is a beautiful thing, right? But yes. you need to be able to come back to something else. So, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So you got the stu- – you spent a year building out sort of the business plan and getting the studio up and running. Yes. Okay. And then speak to what it – because I – so I've, I think I've spoken about the studio a lot on the podcast and in my community because it's meant a lot to me because – um, the focus of the studio is community, which I love, right? And I think Mary, just you had such a natural way of bringing together just like a community that felt like you show up there at any time of the day and you just felt like ugh, like this sort of like sigh of relief, right? Just like-minded women, women who were there to support each other, but also the style of fitness was really focused on wellness like whole body wellness and 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 fitness that's like good for women's bodies I don't know how else to describe it you'll be better at this but tell tell me more about how important that was to you and and yeah absolutely well I mean I was in a brand new community is in essence I mean I hadn't been I didn't grow up here right Petaluma and um so none of my friends or family were here. And I was thinking, like I do with most of my decisions in life, if I'm feeling this, other people must be feeling this too. So there so must be true. other people that are in the same boat of, you know, I don't have a great community here or... Um, I'm a new mom. I'm a new... Pro- yeah. I'm, or, yeah, just in a different new area yeah. of my whole life. So, um, so and, and that's just my kind of spirit of like, well, if it's not here, I better go make it happen. Yes. Um, for Which me and some other, yeah. <laughs> for me and some other people. So, yeah. um, you know, even down to the colors of paint that I picked out was I wanted everybody to feel mm. good when they walked in the space. I didn't want it to feel 
too feminine or too masculine right. or too um, young or too old. Right. I mean, there was so much into what I um, did to make sure that the space just felt like another home for it, people, just comfortable, cozy, cozy. Yes, yes, yes. In fact, it always looked nicer than my home did. So yeah, I like want to live <laughs> it was there. more pulled together than my own house. Um, <laughs> but it the the vibe was everything to me and. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean, even even down to to be perfectly honest, even down to the clients that would come in. Yes, I mean, most of the clients that came in were fantastic, but you know, you can't get a hundred percent fantastic clients. And the beauty of having a wonderful community is that sometimes the bad attitudes kind of weeded themselves out, right? Because I think that that negativity just wasn't welcome, mm-hmm. and it was a really natural. It. it was a really natural progression of. Um, we didn't lose that many people, but the ones that we that kind of came in and left, it was yeah. just a good. It was a good time, maybe yeah. for that to happen. Yeah. Um, and which I I just pausing there is because like that's not the case with all fitness communities, which is what I think holds a lot of women like me back from sh- from consistently showing up because I don't want to be judged. I don't want to feel like okay, everyone else is smaller than me or yes. more fit than I am or. What are they saying about, you know, I don't know. It's just that typically as women, I think we come in with so much of our own stuff that if there's, it's so important that when we walk into a space, we we feel welcome and not judged. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. I mean, I think one of the like odd joys of my life has been being a studio owner that's not a size two. Yeah. I mean, because yeah. I think people are, sh- are are shocked or surprised that I own this studio and I'm not just this like teeny tiny petite little thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I'm in great shape. But yes. I'm in, you know, every body looks different, and it, yes. that's health at every size is totally. Like the hugest, I think such an important message. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I can. You know, I'm not saying that I. Um, you there's also this kind of realm of like I still take care of myself. I'm in good shape. I and I don't want to downplay the fact that I'm, you know, I'm I'm great in the body that I'm right. in. But it's so fun to see people's reactions when they're like, you're a studio owner. You know, you own oh a fitness gosh, studio. Really? Oh, yeah. And there are just oh. some people I'm sure it just has really ticked off. And that, yeah. there's kind of this. And then you're like, bye. Yeah. And also <laughs> kind of this, you know, this like, yeah, go all women right yeah. now. Because we don't all have to look like something yes. you're, to be at the top of our game in that category. Yes. And and I saw that there is like showing up there is that every there were so many different women in so many different phases of their life and stages and prepartum and postpartum or single or you know in their 50s and 60s and beyond just trying to take good care of their body and everyone felt welcome yeah 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 it's been a great space yeah so it's so (laughs) I know okay so as we're like I I see this is obviously there's a lot of love in that space and there's for both of us uh, mostly obviously for you because you owned it but for me as somebody who who was a client for years, I just can really speak to the power of that space. So what has it been like for you? I like have the chills. Um, (laughs) What has it been like for you as you've had to change the plan literally on the daily because COVID changes on the daily since March? Yeah, I mean, talk about a hard stop. Not to mention you're having a baby. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) A third. (laughs) Yeah, it it was a weird hard stop. You know, Mm -hmm. there was was kind of that... that, um, momentum of from the first of the year of everybody kind of you know picking themselves up post holidays and getting back in in shape and taking care of themselves and making time for them themselves and then um March 15th hit like a train wreck Mm -hmm. you know and 
And remember at the time we kind of thought like, maybe this is just like a two week shutdown. So honestly, I was like, oh, whatever. What's two weeks? We can get through this. And when you kind of quickly realize that this likely wasn't going to be a two-week shutdown, um, I switched gears to um, online, to virtual classes, which Mm -hmm. I will tell you, when it first happened, I just kept telling myself every morning, because I did like an 8.30 and a 5 p.m. class or something like that. Um, Nine months pregnant, you guys. (laughs) Eight or nine months pregnant. Eight months pregnant at that point. And I kept thinking... um, this is just a means to an end. This is just a means to an end. You will get, you know, like this will be over soon and you will not have to do this because I did not like the virtual classes because for me, my whole intention was to have a community where people stand around a desk at the end of class and just gab for an hour or whatever, you know, that everybody is so connected and, um, yeah, I was in my own little unraveling state of like, how do I connect with these people? So we would, you know, get on our Zoom calls like 15 minutes early so we could try to connect. But it's, you know, it's not the same. And and everyone's kind of tired of Zoom because yes. they're on Zoom for work most most of the day. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And it just all bad, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm grateful that the tool was there in the moment because people were still able to get some kind of workout yes. in their body. But they didn't feel as challenged because I wasn't standing right in front of them, motivating them to right. the next step. And so... Um, that was tough. And then there was, and then, and then I stepped out and had a baby for just a hot minute because <laughs> yeah. I didn't have the luxury to take time at that point. Yeah. I had a business to figure out, you know, I've, um, we had, we have big overhead, yeah. uh, regardless of whether or not our doors are open or closed. Mm-hmm. So the overhead is just sitting there. So, um, I stepped out, had the baby, <laughs> came back to <laughs> virtual classes, I think on like day four or something yeah, of having the baby. Yeah, meanwhile, you're trying to keep members, I'm right? trying to keep everybody them... satisfied yeah. and um, content and, mm-hmm. you know, to hold on with me. So um, then we kind of got that little tease of looks like everything can reopen. Yes. And so I'm like, oh, maybe this is fine. And so we geared up, we got everything ready to go, you know, spaced out all of our equipment and got new cleaning supplies and all the stuff. Um, that lasted for about two and a half weeks before we got shut down again. Um, and to be honest what with you. What was that like at that <laughs> point? Because that's like, it's like, it's like you get sucker punched, right? The first time yeah. you're like, okay, and you're getting back up and then it happens again. Like what was, yeah, what was I mean, that like? For other friends in the fitness industry, we had talked about how, you know, if it happens a second time, we have no, we have no idea how we'll ever come back from it. Right. Um, but hopefully it won't do, happen a second time. And then it and happened. Then it did. And it Short happened. Short time after. Very yeah. quickly after. And, um. And listen, I understand why. I get why gyms or fitness centers, because mm-hmm. we're very much a, a boutique studio, mm-hmm. so it's hard to fall into that gym category, but I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just, you know, we re kind of had to reimagine. And at that point, my creativity was lacking. I mean, I'm like, how do I... Yeah. I can't even keep these people engaged. Zoom is not going to do it. It's, you know... Right. Um, so that was just a hard, that was a hard point. And I think you were, I remember you and I having conversations about the psychology shifting in people, right? Which is, which was like, which we get why, and we'll talk about in a minute, like, but it was like, gyms are unsafe, like totally. breathing on people or, you know, yeah. sweating and, um, which makes sense logically. But what's so hard for business owners like you is like when you're doing everything you can to like space it out, have yes. hand sanitizer. But at the same time, I remember you saying to me, which was so powerful. I was like, I'm not going to 
feel comfortable trying to convince people to do something they don't feel safe about. Not even remotely. Right. You know, That's I'm, not in line with your values. No, you know? I'm a very transparent, um, very open, honest person. There's, there's no secrets. And so for me to say to you, without a shadow of a doubt, you can come in here and it's safe. I don't have that because I don't know. We don't even, know. We don't even know enough Hello. about this virus. Yeah. I don't know where everybody else has been. It was... Yeah. I couldn't I couldn't do it. Yeah. I just couldn't do it. So I was okay with the second shutdown, honestly, in that sense, because I felt like the liability on me, mm. whether it be actual actual liability, right. like from an insurance standpoint or just from a personal like a standpoint, standpoint. A heart yeah. standpoint. It just it wasn't feeling good. So Yeah. Yeah. Um but that's where we just go, okay. Yeah. What's this the was, lesson I think in this? this? Yeah, and I think this is where I think like as as your friend is kind of getting the behind the scenes on this has been so cool because I'm always somebody who's thinking about you know the psychology of people and how they make the choices they do and why and I think for me to see you just I, I'm not not to say you didn't have I'm sure moments of sadness like we're talking about right now or just like oh yeah know, hopeless or yeah whatever <laughs> yeah maybe hopeless is the wrong word but um feeling stuck right and then something kind of like shifted right and you were like wait let's think let's rethink which you go to very quickly like you you're a problem solver right yes yes. so talk to us about from the second shutdown to where you are now and in the virtual community yeah so um I had to just take a minute when that second second shutdown happened because I was thinking what you know like I started out here it took me a year to come up with that first business right and now I need, I have like a hot minute to come up with a second yeah. new business. I mean, in order to shift this. Um, and to keep your audience. And to keep everybody. And and also, I had grown this community large enough that I actually felt a responsibility to these mm. women to bring them something that kept them going and kept them motivated. and and Because there was loss for them too. Totally. And I think that's something that's, that you really recognize and probably got a lot of personal messages that I don't know about that was like, hey, I'm missing the space so much, yes. right? You yes. created a space that was therapeutic for many people, right? It's it's yeah. not therapy in the traditional sense, but therapeutic, like I always say this on here, is there's lots of different ways to take care of yourself and community and movement. Yeah. So there was a lot of loss for people. So yeah. here you are thinking, I've got to create yeah. something for myself and for these people. Yes, yeah. and so I think the hardest thing, though, was to, to differentiate what I was doing because I felt bad that they were all losing something and then what was going to actually work for me as a business. Yeah. And those are potentially two different things, right? So, So, um, and that's hard for me because I naturally want to like help everybody and make sure everybody else is taken care of. And I really had to take, that's where I had to just take a minute and just breathe and think about what was going to, what was going to actually work for me, you know, as a, as a business owner, as a mom and a wife. Yes. and um, to to three small children and <laughs> yeah like, yeah what's gonna what's gonna help us all like kind of keep head above water here yeah and, yeah and um and that was really hard you know and I and I will tell you as a as a prideful person too mm. it was really hard hearing people say all the time even though it came from such a good place but like oh I just feel so bad for you right mm. now and how are you gonna deal with this and how are you gonna you know because again I'm very transparent yeah the overhead that I'm still on the hook for is yeah. big yeah. But it's just money, and I'll figure out how to deal with that, mm-hmm. you know. And but I can't focus on that. Yeah. So, um, 
that aspect was hard Talk for me to... Talk more about the it's just money because I think that's... Because yeah. I think... Because <laughs> yeah. people may hear them be like, what? What do you yes. mean? Like, how do you get that Yes, and, and by the way, I don't just have the money. No. It's not like it's just money and I'll just pull it out of my right. massive savings right. account. Like, I don't I have, have it. Yeah. 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 No, an, there's a money tree in my backyard. There's no money tree. I would yeah. love for somebody to plant one back there. Yeah. But, um, but what I have learned just in, in my lifetime is that money... Um, can be a really, really unhealthy mm. part of people's lives, yeah. and um, and if you let it kind of get your grip mm-hmm. and and hold on, and um, you know, I'm certainly no expert on money. My husband would agree with that, David. <laughs> <laughs> but but um, for all the cases I found in my life when I've come up into hard situations with money, right, where maybe I owe more than I have, or mm something is more expensive than I currently, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's figuring out how to make that a lesser issue mm-hmm. by solving it in some way. Money can be made mm-hmm. all different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there, flexibility. There's yeah. flexibility in figuring out there's ways I can also, you know, reallocate maybe some of our budgeted money for different things. So mm-hmm. I don't mean to, to make money such a loose thing. Cause I know it's such a very, very, um, uh, difficult subject especially for a lot right of people now, yeah. really right now especially um but what I found right away first of all during COVID was that a lot of people were willing to offer up working with me right mm-hmm. so like my business loan that was almost paid off and I was so excited my business my banker called and said you know hey listen we don't want you to go under because of this business loan you have let's work together mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um so I still am going to owe this money, but they gave me a little bit of breathing yeah. room. And I, what I found is that in most cases in life, people will give you some breathing room. If you ask if, for what you need. If you ask for what you need. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if and then if you and then if you follow through. Yeah. Right. Like, hey, listen, I I mean, and I'm talking big or little. I owe a hundred dollars. Yeah. But I'm only I can only give you twenty dollars a week right now. Mm-hmm. Most people will say that's okay. Yeah. Right. Like, yes. but you got to give that twenty bucks a week. So yeah. anyway. Yeah. That's where my perspective on mm-hmm. money is at. Mm-hmm. And so I do think, you know, and, and I wish I was just talking about $100. We're talking right. about oh, tens of thousands of dollars. Yeah. But I will figure it out because, you know, you can only give what you have. Yeah. And you just have to be realistic about it. And, uh, you know, I'm yeah. and I'm transparent with the people that, you know, my landlord and just yeah. saying, like, I, I've. I have no income right I now. I can't do that right now. I can't do yeah. that. But and I will I make it right. I th- and I think it's deeper than that for you too. I think this is what I talk about when we talk about like a resiliency resiliency mindset. I can't talk today. But also it's, it's it goes deeper where it's like um, I will get through this. I can get through this. I've been through hard things before and we'll talk about that in a minute. But I think just that, that mindset is what allows you to yes. say, okay, here if I decide to focus on what I don't have – and what I'm losing, and I stay in that place, I'm going to suffer and everyone around me is going to suffer. Or I can, you know, this is the healthy part, is recognize that that's really hard and it sucks and be in the suck for a while, which is why you sound like you took that break, right? Yeah. And then say, but I choose, I we talk about this a lot on the podcast, is choosing to live in line with your values. I choose to go towards, what what would it be for you? Go towards you know, hope or go towards building something new. Yeah. Positivity. Positivity. Yeah. 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 I mean, listen, I'm not, um, 
faulting or even saying that it's not possible for people to just go, I'm just going to go lay in my bed for the next three right. weeks and cry about maybe the fact that I, need. and yeah. maybe that's what you need. And I think you should do that. Yeah. You know, I really do. But yeah. there is a time that you are going to need to get yourself out of that bed. Yeah. Yes. And just pick yourself up and go, okay, there is a problem at hand. Yeah. I need to go. My biggest piece of advice, go talk to the people you're having the problem with. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Just go honestly talk to them and say, I have an issue yeah. and I need some help mm-hmm. and I'm not asking you to, to let me out of anything, but can you, is there anything you can do to help me? Yeah. Yes. Ask for help. I, I don't, I've yeah. never been turned down when I've asked for help Yeah, in 39 and a half, yeah. more than a half years now, yeah. you know, I mean, really yeah, at some level, took me a long time to learn to that, but everybody is willing to help if you can ask for it. Yeah. And, and again, I, I don't mean to imply like no one's willing to just say, Oh sure, you don't have to owe that you don't anymore. You pay your rent. Yeah, but, yeah, that's not how it works. But, yeah, um, but ask for the help. I think ask the, the the message of asking for what you need is huge. <clears throat> yes. Yeah. So you you we we took the break, right? Yeah. And you said what's next. <laughs> I was thinking of where we yes. were. Um, and how did you come up with what you have now? Because I think it's so cool. Yes. So, um, so this is where the two things of what my clients, my my previous clients needed and what I needed to do to build a new business did not align. Mm -hmm. And that I had to really just struggle with for a second and then, and then breathe it in and breathe it out and let it go and move on. Can you tell Um, me like, what do you think that? Yeah. So I think my clients, because what they did, right, was they came in for a 45 minute class, but they would come in early. We would all chat. They would stay late. We would all chat. It was this very, like, in-person, very mm-hmm. communicative, you know. Okay, so the closest thing to doing that virtually is Zoom. The problem is um, I don't think Zoom is a great tool. Yeah. I don't think if you actually do want to talk, it mutes one person when another person talks. And then right. the audio, it's, you know, it's terrible. Yeah. Um, and someone's always feeling like they're not getting heard. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it's bad all over the place. Yeah. So while I was going to go start, well, so I wanted to start this new community, but I knew I wasn't going to be able to do that kind of a platform. And that's where I knew people were not going to be as happy. Mm-hmm. And also for them to know that my end goal, this this time around, my end goal wasn't just to um, bridge the gap and get us back to the studio. This time, my end goal was to build something new, mm-hmm. period. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I found that maybe this was my time to experience something new and try something new and maybe even make something better work into my family life. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I just had to get like a whole new, my, you know, mind or frame of mind. Yeah. Um, so what I've done now is a virtual community. Right. Where we have live classes, but they're not interactive live classes. So I'm live, mm-hmm. but no one else can, um, you know, accidentally unmute themselves right. and then mute Our kids me, but, are, you know, there's just yeah. all the things. Um, and I think that for most people who know what, I, that I just want to bring them something good and quality. Mm-hmm. And I think that they're, they're still happy with it. I just, I feel bad that I can't give them that, you know, yeah. I can't give them in person. Right. Because right. that doesn't the exist right now. The world is not in person The world right is now. not in person. Right. Um, but I'm very excited about this new um, launch. I think it's a great way for people to take care of their their body and, and it still have that kind of, like you were saying, that therapeutic aspect yes. of community. community. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, and I'm excited to see where it goes. We're only two and a half weeks in. It's yes. been great so far. Yes. And I'm really, uh, yeah, I'm just excited to see where it goes. One of my favorite things, I think, so the community is... Um, 
what's it called? Balance, Balance Studios. Balance Studios, and it's hosted on Mighty Networks. Um, I'll tell you where you can find all this at the end of the episode. But what I liked the best about it was, like, for instance, you started this 30-day challenge, and it was all about drinking water because water is good for all of us, and then uh, doing these really, like, short videos each day and giving up something that's not good for you or starting something that is good for you, right? And so it just, to me, felt, again, like you, so flexible in the sense of it wasn't the same message that you get from so many other wellness or fitness companies, which is like, drop all the carbs, right? Yeah. Drink, drop all the sugar. Um, and for 30 days, you do this and that. It was like, hey, let's all drink some more water. Yeah. <laughs> let's move our bodies in a way that feels intuitive and good. And well, I, I, you have so much knowledge around the way the body needs to move for, for women and how to work on that. And also, let's, let's think of one thing, one realistic thing that we can give up. And as a therapist, someone who's really interested in mental health, obviously, I think that is the epitome of what it means to like hold realistic expectations and goals for yourself yes. and to be flexible. Yes. We're so often just like wanting to like, okay, I've got to do this and that. And we're so hard on ourselves. And I've talked about this before, but there's, I I take so much issue with some of the biggest motivational speakers out there Mm -hmm. who have these huge platforms who really reinforce rigid mindsets. And rigidity is where people get really stuck. And that's where we see things like high anxiety, depression, even suicidality. So rigidity is not a helpful space to be in. So for you to be able to allow people this chance to be flexible. One somebody did say, I'm going to I think you said I'm giving up ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I and I said I'm giving up my phone in the morning and I'm going to do meditation, right? Like it yeah. wasn't even food related cuz I I've done the food related things before. Totally. No, and I think, you know, listen, there's no other more disappointing time in our lives than like January 3rd or 4th when yeah. our New Year's resolutions are already busted and we still have 360 Right. two days to go, right. you know, and you're so disappointed in yourself. And now your whole year is thrown off. And like, I hate it, New Year's hate resolutions because yeah. they're so lofty. And mm-hmm. so listen, everyone needs to be drinking more water, period. Yeah. I don't care how much water you drink, you can drink more water. Yeah. So, so just so, and we, I gave people right, right. Like a, yeah. a an actual, um, algorithm for how they're going to do their right. water. Tell us what it is in case. Yeah. yeah. So if you want to get enough water for your body, this is what you do. You take your weight, mm-hmm. and then you divide that by two, and whatever that number is, that's how many ounces you need to have a day. Okay. Okay, so if you're, a, just a round number, if you're 100 pounds, divide that by two, it's 50. You need to be drinking 50 ounces of water a day. Your body will be humming with that 50 ounces of water a day. So... That's how you do it. Now, if you want to drink more than that, feel free to drink right. more than that. You'll but pee more. But, tr- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but you your body needs that, mm-hmm. and so we're actually even though you know it's not a deprivation thing, but we are not fulfilling our body right. if we're not getting that amount of water. And I do it all the time, oh, yeah. right? All of a sudden, the day is gone, and I've had one of my water jugs that Me I too. try to drink five mm-hmm. of, and I'm just like, what yeah. happened? Yep. So. Right now we're doing this challenge where it's just a daily reminder that you have to get your water in because I also feel like as soon as they do it, 
as soon as we all do it, as soon as I do it, you feel so good mm-hmm. that you're motivated to continue it's, that habit. It's a total, yeah, what's it called? It's like a snowball effect, yes. right? Yeah. But as far as the what one thing can you either give up or add into your mm-hmm. life, um, I wanted that to be really, you know, and I said right away, so I was giving up ice cream because I have a five-year-old who <laughs> loves ice cream, and I think and I introduced your five-year-old loves ice cream, too. <laughs> and because we're in COVID, we don't really see anybody, and sweater weather's coming. Mm-hmm. I was just like, hey, you ready for our afternoon ice cream yeah. treat? So. So that Why needed not? to go <laughs> because I don't need the ice cream. Not on the daily, but it no. is yummy. So, um, so I, but I said like at the beginning, my daughter was going to be turning five, four days into this mm-hmm. challenge and her favorite thing is ice cream and I'm her mom. Yeah. I'm not going to not have ice cream on her birthday right? because it's like our thing. So I had already decided my one day that I was going to have to let go of this challenge and have my ice cream with her and. Funny enough, I actually didn't even end up oh, having yeah. the ice cream. I was at I your house. I don't think you ate it. Oh, my but gosh. But the point is, I went into it with a realistic We did mindset. have champagne, though. Yeah, we, yeah. I, I'm not giving up champagne. <laughs> but um, we went. I went into it with a realistic mindset. I knew I was going to need to crack one day, and that yeah. was okay. I yeah. allowed myself that freedom, and yeah. then I got right back on it. And you know, So there's not this guilt. This no. Whole, like we, as women, we carry so much guilt around these things, and it's just I think it's the number one thing that – whether it's mom guilt or food guilt, um, that just leads us in the direction we don't intend to go. Yeah. 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 So is I'm trying to think what else I wanted to share with, with people about you because obviously I'm a big fan. <laughs> so you have your, the feelings mutual. your new community, um, which is funny, actually. I think um, Mary and I started talking about these, both of us coming up with communities around the same time. Mary introduced me to Mighty Networks, which is also where she hosts her community and now where I'm hosting mine. Um, and so it's been so fun just to like kind of sit with you and, and get like as, you know, busy moms who are just trying to freaking trudge through everything right now to be able to like be creative and, yes. uh, you know, and do this together, obviously separate, but together it has been such a cool process. Yeah. And um, I think that kind of brings me to this, the friendship part of this, which is, which I think is kind of underestimated, or at least for me has been my whole life where I've had female friends, but I haven't always leaned on them in the way that I could, because I always was considered to be like, I mean, not to like, you know, sound, um, like toot my own horn here or anything, but I've always been a pretty like kind of like the rock, right? The one yeah. that people could go to and talk to and the helper, obviously. Yeah. And weird, I'm a therapist now, but <laughs> I in turn didn't rely on friendships a lot for I don't know. Your like own needs. My own yeah. needs or inspiration. And so it's been a journey for me with you to be like, oh, like she I can ask her for that, right? Like, hey, what do you think of this? Can you give me your honest feedback? Um And so that's just been a really kind of healing process for me and also just been so inspirational. So I want to. And same. I mean, it's been the same kind of realization that there's somebody um, on your same level of, of, um, you know, desire to grow and challenge yourself and also just have a space to be like, oh, I messed up with my kids again. I blew up today. (laughs) I I yelled. Yeah. Whatever, you know, and that safe place of like, I genuinely know you're not going to judge me, but I also know there's a chance you might give me some really good advice. Like, that I could take and feel better about, you yes. know, my my fall or whatever it was and yes. and then go at it with an even better attitude. Yeah, absolutely. And that 
I think, you know, it brings me back to that walk we went on. It was like uh, the day that they announced they were going to do all distance learning. <laughs> and because I, Mary and I, interesting fact, we both, we're both sevens on the Enneagram. So we tend to be reframers and both be pretty positive in our mindset. Um, I had had way too positive of a mindset and thought that like, oh, we're just going to go back in person. And, you know, I might have <laughs> felt a little nervous about it, but mostly I was excited, to be honest, to get my kids back in school. Um, and we had selfish motivations. Yeah, selfish motivations. I wanted to do yeah. the things that I enjoy, you know, yes. and, and for me, creativity and working is one of them. And so we went on this walk together and I was like, negative Nelly about this whole thing and I was like f this like oh what am I gonna do and Mary very honestly and like kindly was like well I think if you consider it this way and I honestly think I remember you told me you need to mentally prepare for the long haul for this one and and be more realistic right and I don't think you use those words but it 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 was so grounding to me because it was like yeah, you're right. Like, you know, you you just need to think about this differently. And I needed some time. I saw like after that conversation, I was like, oh, I'm all good now. But I really let those words kind of sit with me. And I think um, there's just so much power in friendship and connection and, you know, community, which is why I think anytime you can do wellness work in community, it's just so much more powerful. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm always somebody that like is a forward thinker. So I'm always thinking about like I, it's hard for me to to even figure out, you know, um, how everything's going to go this afternoon because I'm thinking about literally five years from now. Oh, me too. You know, like, <laughs> what should I feed my kids today? So in five years, they're wanting this kind of, yeah. food. you know, what I mean, like yeah. literally, that's just my my forward thinking. But, but I what I was thinking about like the whole school thing. I wonder if there's going to be a time in ten years when we look back and are like, oh. Remember those years when we had the kids yeah. at home? Right. When, when, like, you know, it was so nice because we actually got to be part of their school we day. Got and we got to see them And, I mean, because we're not feeling that right no. now, right? Like, I mean, right now. Moments I mean, of course. Where I'm like, oh, look what she drew. Or, like, absolutely. oh, you're doing so good reading. And there's absolutely. other moments where I'm like, somebody come <laughs> teach these kids. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I joke with you know my husband all the time that the only reason we were having baby number three was because the first baby was going to tk in the fall and so yeah that was all part of the plan that was the plan like, who messed with our plan, plan. COVID. yeah <laughs> um but i do really genuinely think that especially our kids age we're very lucky to the, to be in the age that we're in with our little yeah. kids right now that i do think we're going to look back and kind of maybe even wish we had more time with them home yeah. and it's hard to think that right now, but like, yeah, I, I mean, I, think, I think yeah. that we will um, really fondly look back on a lot of times that right now we're kind of like, Ugh. if we choose to right now, like, I think a big piece of this is what I want to say to moms and is if we choose to try, and I'm not saying cherish the moment because I hate when I people, hate say, when people that, say that, especially <laughs> it's usually like the older woman in the grocery store yes. who mean well, they have good intentions, Yes, but it's really hard to cherish the difficult moments. But if yes. we choose to carve out some moments in time where we're we're, um, we're present and we're intentional about saying, I'm going to choose to show up today and be in the space and see what good might be here, what we can enjoy, maybe make some moments for some fun stuff too. So I think it's really being intentional right now. That doesn't mean you're going to do that all the time, yeah. but I think that that's where it's at. And then the other piece is, man, if, if there's some positive we can pull from this, it's teaching our kids to be more flexible and resilient because life certainly doesn't always, you know, go the way we expect it to. Yeah. And so for them to be able to be like, dang, I did a whole year of Zoom school and I figured out how to do all this. And 
right? I just think that's a big piece of this too. Yeah, I mean, if you really can, I love I, I love thinking about like what are the things that my you know five year old is gonna take away from this that I was not anticipating the good things that she figured out you know I mean right now she's home when her little brothers need to go take a nap and so if for some reason I have to take a quick work call and she'll like bring the pacifier to one of them and I'm like oh "Oh my gosh we're I would never have that assistance if you will in a sense and also just the sweetness of their relationships building that she can help him get back to that comfort sleep zone you know and um yeah, yeah, I think it's, I think, but, but it's hard in yeah. that moment to even recognize that. Cause I was also thinking the baby's crying and I'm on the phone and I can't yes. do that right now, yeah. you know? And then there she was like zipping in and getting the password to right. So, and it just surprises you in that moment. Yes. Right? And those are the moments Absolutely. that like maybe when we're doing our gratitude practice, if we have one, you know, which I talk about in the network, it's an important <laughs> one, but some small gratitude practice the next yes. day. So I'm thankful for that specific moment. Too, too often we try and make gratitude way too big, but it's, I think that's a perfect example of the moments. Yeah, yeah. and even just thinking about like, we don't know yet um, how this is going to affect our relationships in a good way, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah. how We're much very- closer are our kids going to be as adults because of these formative mm-hmm. years that they're now staying Yes. At home, twenty four seven with each other. Yes. Like, what what is that going to look like? Right, we don't know yet, and I think it's really important to think about the potential um, upsides of this. Um, obviously, there's a whole lot of downsides, and of there's course. a whole lot of hard and difficult and sadness. But I think if we choose to only focus on that, we we lose out. Of and course, so yeah. I think you and I are good at trying to remind each other of that in between the like oh my god this sucks or like I lost my temper or at least for me I don't know if you lose your temper but I just I do and there's a lot of shame in that for me because it's like I'm the therapist I should know and so I'm here to tell you that if you're a mom and you think that I'm a better mom than you because I'm a therapist I'm not (laughs) Yeah. yeah so um, I don't think okay. anybody gets to escape mom guilt. No, There's mom just, guilt is just it's uh, part of the package. Part of it, and I think as we have more kids and get older, we start to tend to like. I think I've noticed that I'm able to let go quicker, but it's still there. Yeah, it's still there. Um, okay, well, Mary, thank you so much for being yes. here with me today and for sharing your wisdom and your thoughts with all of us. Um, where can people find you? Okay, so. Um, Let's see. We've got our fun Instagram page on balance. It's balancestudios.co. Okay. Plural, balancestudios.co. Um, and that, and we're on Facebook too under the same name. And um, yeah, I'd love for you to check out our um, our new community if you feel like it, if you just want some direction in moving your body. And um, it's just Yeah, been... and it's affordable. I think we should put that out there too. Yes. I mean, like, I know that's... No, it, it's important to say. I cause... think it's, it's, it's less than the membership of most gyms, yes. right? Yeah. yeah. We're, at, we're priced at twenty four ninety nine a month, and um, it's all-inclusive for all the things that you want. Yeah. So, and, so for, and, and with a special focus, I think, on taking care of women's bodies, which I think is yes. so important. 100%. Yeah. So, yeah, really prioritizing and actually giving you tools to find the time to take care of your body and yes. then to do it safely. Yes, huge. Okay, well, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Yes.
thank you for listening to the podcast. If you're interested in doing your own mental and emotional health work in a way that's effective, affordable, and a little bit different than traditional therapy, check out the virtual community I've created. The virtual community is hosted on Mighty Networks and it's called Living Well with Caitlin. In that community, you can access courses that I've created and workshops. You can also be in connection with other women who are going through similar things. Each week, I post new content, videos, articles, audio, things that you can do to work on your struggles with things like anxiety, the mental load of motherhood, and even OCD. If you're looking to work on those specific things or just your general mental and emotional health, join me. I'd love to have you there. And if you have any questions, feel free to email me at hello at livingwellwithcaitlin.com. Cheers.